On this episode of Grand Rhapsody, we celebrate the holidays with the 2018 Christmas special. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Grand Rhapsody episode 12. This is the Christmas episode. We are here at Fancy Recording Studio, and we are joined with some super, super, super lovely guests today. We have a whole crew here in the basement who are just filled with Christmas joy and lore, and we are just going to get to the bottom of everything right now. Um, I hope that you and yours and everyone around you and everyone you don't know is uh, just enjoying this Christmas time. We're going to jump right into it. Our first guest, and we're very excited to have them, is uh, a resident of the North Pole. Hey, welcome welcome to Grand Rhapsody. How are you? Hello, it's an absolute pleasure to be here, Julio. That's great. Uh, why don't you uh, tell the, the listening audience a little more about yourself? Well, I'm a former resident and citizen of the North Pole. Um, I... My resume is a bit spotty, but for the past 500 years, I've been the personal assistant to Santa Claus himself. Uh, my name is Rubbish Boy. Uh, that was my old name. I go by Kane now. Candy Kane. Oh, Candy a- is short for Candrew. Okay. okay. Uh, so your name is Candy Candrew Kane. Yes. And you can call me Kane or Rubbish Boy. I will respond to any of those. And the reason I'm here today, Julio, is to, so to speak, blow the lid on Santa Claus's operation. I do consider myself to be a bit of a whistleblower. Oh, interesting. So are you are you from the Santa administration then? Yes, I was involved. It was less of a career and more of a... It's just the way I lived. I was at Santa Claus's beck and call... 24 hours a day. So you, so you know you know Santa, you you all are pretty pretty good friends then, huh? I wouldn't say friends. Close. I'd say like a dog responds to his master or his owner that would be parallel to the dynamic of our relationship. But alas, I've run away. Julio Okay, great. So, let's <laughs> go from there. What was the question? Julio, what's your, poli- what's, your, what's your personal opinion on whistleblowers? Should they be imprisoned? I mean, I don't think... I don't like to make broad, uh, sweet, sweeping statements, but I would say almost 100% of the time, yes. Should there be consequences for blowing on the whistle? Oh, I, I misunderstood your question. I don't, I don't think so. I think it, uh, I, it obviously depends on the scenario, but I think if you're trying to m- make a situation better, um, mm. I think sometimes mm. you got to rat somebody out. You got to snitch on somebody. You got to be a little blabber mouth about something sometimes. Well, if I can blab my first grievance with Santa Claus, the man's a libertarian, unapologetic. You know how the children wish for gifts year after year? They send their list to the North Pole. We actually get those. I read every single list. Billions. That's got it. That's that's a job. And the thing is, Santa Claus is totally agreeable on all of the requests on the list. You mean he he does it? He comes through? Yes. All everything. Everything. But 
it's sort of my unspoken duty to filter out the riffraff, so to speak. So if a little boy in California wishes to Santa Claus for a, a brick of heroin, I stop that. Okay, so not not, a, thing not, is, everything's Santa get, Claus, not everything's getting through. No, no, no. But Santa okay. Claus is all about it, and it's he's an absolute monster. He doesn't believe in any regulation or oversight. He is he's like a um, one of your mobsters. I, you know, honestly, uh, we last year, my listeners might remember that we had a guest on. Um, it was an elf on the shelf elf, and he kind of seemed to m- make it seem like there was a pretty big hierarchy, uh, family related um, hierarchy. Yes, terribly, terribly organized, almost chaotic. Okay, yeah, well, like in, in what ways? No accountability. People would just barge in to Santi's office. And it was called the Oval Office long before the American Oval Office. It's literally shaped like an oval. It's two-dimensional? Julio, if you're looking at the blueprint, yes. Okay, so it's, it's, it's more of a cylinder then. The, the room, it's not an, an oval. An oval is a two-dimensional shape, right? Imagine a giant tube. Okay, give me a second. Santa's chambers... Rest Wait, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still trying to uh, imagine this tube. Hold on, give me just give me a second. A glistening okay, okay. tube. Okay, yeah. Go on, go on. So people would just barge in, dilly dally, blah blah blah. I'm coming in, not scheduling an appointment. That's absolute chaos. I couldn't keep up with it. When did you uh, first become affiliated with this uh, current Santa administration? Well, I guess I'd say I was born into it. Oh, um, in- interesting. Yes, my mother was um, an elf, an employee of his, and that's just, it's all I know, it's, that's my, been my whole life for the past two or three centuries, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get out of that life. What, uh, you, you, it sounds like you were, you were decently high up in uh in in the whole organization um did you work to get to that position is it, is it something that kind of your family well my mother was a simple laborer on the assembly lines and i went for all the scholarships and i wrote essays and i did my best in you know elf school it's a government run i mean essentially government run santi is it's imagine a mafia mixed with a government mixed with anarchy in a giant blender, Julio. A giant, maybe, maybe a giant snow globe might appeal to you better. So I'm not entirely sure who my father is, but Santa Claus sort of took me under his wing, and at first I was enamored with the man, and he taught me everything I know. And then about, I'd say, 150 years ago, things really took a turn for the worse. If you could uh, go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what advice would you give yourself? Go to the coast. Take a chisel and a hammer with you. Stand on the edge of an ice, a frozen section of the water. Chip away and break away and just get out of there. Uh, would you rather uh, be beautiful but have... A hideous spouse or would you rather be hideous and have a beautiful spouse a spouse like a lover like someone i love i guess that's an appropriate term um if you were in some sort of a dual relationship with you and one other person 
would you rather that person, um, the entity, I guess, because you are, you're a person. Are you a person? Well, I'd say I'm half elf, half, half I human. don't know. Yeah. You don't? Okay. I'm yeah, pre- that's, that's I, true. I appear to be okay. presenting human, so, but I, I don't let me, know my father. Let me properly rephrase this question. If you were in some sort of dual relationship with another anything, sure. would you rather you be beautiful and then be hideous, or you be hideous and then be beautiful? And why? I think all I know would be the, the former that you presented, because I do have a high level of self-confidence, and the man, the only dual relationship that I know was with Santa Claus and he was an absolute monster. So I'd say I'm used to that. I'd like to see what the other side of that coin looks like, Julio. That's a really great answer. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Let me me think of another good question here. Um, Do you, uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess like, I guess maybe I I want to know more about uh, the North pole dynamic. Um, is there is there um like the reindeer that's all that's all real okay here's the thing santi has no respect for the rule and the laws of men and he certainly has no respect for the laws of physics he says i want to deliver presents to all these children quickly and i want to fly my reindeer in this 17 ton sleigh across the world in one night and I said, it's physically impossible. And he went and did it anyway. No no accountability. He just went, f- forget the consequences. Broke the laws of physics. Broke the laws of physics. He, and he, he gets away with it. He's above the laws of man and physics. So now, in your, in your opinion, would you say that he knew that he was breaking the laws of physics when he broke the laws of physics? He knew. He deliberately instructed me to look the other way. That's interesting. And another thing, on reindeer... Name the first reindeer you can think of. Donner. All right. Name another one. Uh, <laughs> Blitzen. Julio, I think you know what I'm getting at here. Ru- Rudy. Yes, Rudolph. I. And you think you know the origin story of Rudolph? Do you? I I know a story. I would lo- I would <laughs> love to hear uh, more about the truth. Yeah. Would you like the truth, Julio? I, yeah, I think we have time. Yeah. The truth is, the year 1888. Santa traveled to Marrakesh and met with an exotic animal dealer, and he bought a red-nosed reindeer. I'd say he spent about 30 quid. That's the currency in the North Pole. (laughs) And he brought it back, and he was never nice to it. He treated him worse than he treated me. And it's a damn shame. It's a beautiful animal. So you were the other reindeer they're not they they were not implicit in the abuse that that rudolph uh they were normal reindeer they were kept at the ranch at the north pole so i guess there is some truth to rudolph being an outsider but he was just you know bought with illicit funds okay so what what's next for uh kane i think i'm going to be writing a novel doing a a press tour will my voice be disguised on this podcast i don't want santi to find me and well you've heard the stories 
Um, if you if you'd like, we can um we can make a fake name. Why don't you Why don't you record what you want? Like, if you could pick any name that you would rather be called, if you could pick your own name, just go ahead and say that. And then, um, I don't know if you're familiar with editing. I can actually take that name and replace all previous instance of your other name with that name. So take a second and go ahead and tell me what your what Let's your. Let's just I- go by Kane. He has no idea that I've picked up that moniker. He doesn't even He doesn't even know your name's Kane. No. How long have you worked for this person? Two, three hundred years. Okay, the, the, that's, the years blur. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, 200, 300 years of being called Rubbish Boy, day in, day out, takes a toll on a creature as myself, as hideous or as beautiful as I may or may not be. Okay, Julio, here's the thing. I'd like to sort of illustrate the dynamic of my relationship with Santa Claus. Sort of put it in a box that your listeners could probably pick up and explore and understand. Are you familiar or not familiar with the literary book, The Grapes of Wrath? As yeah, uh, the 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 book, the word book. Yes, the word book. Grapes the of Wrath. Book of words called The Grapes um, of Wrath. I think I did read it in high school. I have a hard time telling things. I know. I know for a fact. I watched the movie. There's a movie, a black and white movie, and I think I. There have been several film adaptations. Okay. Yes, I think I think I re- I might have read it in high school as well. I don't know for a fact. It's been a long time. Do you remember the character Curly? No. Well, Curly wore this glove on one of his hands full of Vaseline, so that he could keep his hands smooth, such as to pleasure his wife. Later, and he was a bit of a prick throughout the entire story. So what I'm trying to say is, I... Is that Grapes of Wrath? Well, I certainly Googled it earlier. <laughs> okay. Why am I thinking of a different story, of a different different book? Is that what it's called? The Grapes of Wrath. Wrath. With an F? That's just how I say it. Okay, go on. What, what am I confusing? Isn't there another... There's another book where it's like a... Is there a family has to, like, move... And it's like during the Dust Bowl, right? What, what am I? Th- what, 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 what am I? What am I thinking of? That's that grapes of wrath. But what is he think? Talking? He's You're talking, talking oh, about. Fuck. Okay, mice and men. All right. Okay. Oh, mice and okay. men. Okay. Go on. Let me start over. Wizard, go on. Go. Whole lot of John Yeah, that would have been bad if I. Okay. Okay. Woo. My bad. I was drunk when I wrote this. I'm keeping all this for the podcast. It's not none of it's none of it's getting edited out. So you want to start over? Here's the thing, Julio. I want to sort of explore and illustrate the dynamic of my relationship with Santa Claus for you and your listeners. I'd like to put it in a box that you can open up and digest and you can see it and you can feel it. Are you familiar with the word book of Mice and Men? Yeah, definitely. Takes place during the American Dust Bowl. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, sure. Yes, there's a character. He's sort of the heel, sort of the enemy, sort of the villain. Named Curly. Yeah, I know Curly. He okay. wears a glove. Curly wears a glove, yes. And full, the glove of is full of Vaseline. Yes. That's, that's very interesting. Such as to keep his hand smooth as to pleasure for his, his wife. For his woman, yes. Yes. Now, I Which see is a myself... Really, really interesting choice by the author, I think, to, to include that bit of... like That doesn't really do Julio, anything to the story. I'm not going to try and pretend to know what it's like to be inside the head of the author of Mice and Men. Of, of Mice and Men. Steinbeck? Yes, Jonathan Steinbeck. Anyway, Julio, 
I'd say I'm like the glove and I contain all of the magic and the chaos that is doing business in the North Pole. Santa himself is Curly's hand inside the glove and all that magic, that gooey, free-flowing magic, that's the Vaseline. Santa needs to give pleasure to the world. And I try and keep it contained and reasonable and soft. That's interesting. Did you have a a title at at the North Pole? Just Rubbish Boy. Okay. It was sort of an unofficial position. What else do you want to tell the world about about Santa? And uh, I'm also curious, you can answer these separately, um, have you gone to any authorities? Are you going to the press? Um, That's what I'm doing right now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. We're we're having a great time. This stop is my third stop of the week. Uh, next, uh, the next stop is tomorrow. I'm going to Frankenmuth. It remi- it reminds me a bit of the North Pole. Have you heard of this town, Frankenmuth? I have. It's a Christmas Wonderland. Yes, and I'm hoping to see also, a live performance. Home from to Greta, Gra- Grammy nominated Greta, Greta Van Greta Van Fleet. Multiple nominations. A contentious band. They entirely deserve it. You you are pro Greta Van Fleet. I hope they go with a whole classical, successful artist journey. I hope they get into drugs, and I hope they fall apart. Okay. Do a reunion in 20 years. Anything else you want to tell my listening audience? We're going to, we're going to come back and uh, take a quick break. Uh, and after the break, you can I stick, want to hope you can say, stick around. But is there anything else you want to tell my audience? I can and I will stick around, Julio. I want everyone to know that it's okay to defect and to run away and to challenge authority, no matter how powerless you feel. Do you follow me, Julio? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of speaking to me right now. Can you protect me if Santi comes after me? Uh, I'm. I can. We can talk about that after the yeah, podcast. I've, well, we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna be around. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna mull that over. And uh, listeners, we're gonna be right back after these uh, brief messages. Hello, this is the city of Grand Rapids reminding you that even odd parking is in effect. If you are parked on one side of the street, please remember you must move your car to the other side of the street every other day so we can plow the goddamned roads. I know you'd like to park there. Please, 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 please move your car. Please, even odd parking until April 1st. Do you like winter? Do you like beer? Are you sick of every damn brewery in this town? Popping out, spewing out their winter brew of the year. It's always coriander this, or pine holly that, or cinnamon this, or Christmas cookie that. If you want to drink a beer that encapsulates the true essence of winter here in Michigan, beer town, you're going to want to come and drink Gravy Brewing's Gravy Brew. It's a pilsner mixed with gravy. Very diluted. Very salty. Come on down. We're tapping this keg all day. It's, it's bound to last us 10 minutes. There's a line out the door. Hello, listeners, and welcome back. This is Grand Rhapsody, episode number 12. This is also our second annual Christmas episode, and we are having a great time. I am joined here by Candy Cane. Hello. He is uh, 
telling us all about this current Santa administration that's been pretty controversial. Absolutely overall. crooked, Julio. Yes. Well, I'm happy that you're here still sticking around. And uh, our next guest is someone that I know that you know, um, very famous from around here. Who is it? We didn't go over this at all. Who is it? Oh, you didn't You didn't get... Kevin didn't send you the stuff. No, I got the email. I didn't open the attachment. Oh, I've, I'm sorry about that. I've been telling Kevin actually that I would prefer it if he just copy and paste it right in the body of the email because a lot of people don't want to go through the trouble of saving the attachments. And then sometimes for some reason, I don't know if you're like me listeners, but you try to open an attachment and your internet's weird or... Well, whatever happened to writing a letter to a friend, you know? Whatever, whatever. What's what's bothering me is that I use um, a Windows computer, and uh, um, I only have one button on my on my mouse. Do you know only one person? I have, I have a the one. Bu- I have a one button mouse on a two button mouse platform. I don't. I don't know what to do about it. Nobody's so. ever asked for a Windows computer for Christmas. Listeners, if you have an answer to my tech needs, please uh, send me a message to grandrapsodypodcast at gmail dot com and uh, let us know. I, I don't know how this computer works. I'm not even sure if this episode is being recorded right now. Our next guest uh, struck it big by coming up with a concept that has really shaped the last uh, 30 years of gift giving and receiving and uh, holiday culture in general in, in this area. Uh, this is Vanessa DeGraff, everybody. Hi. Hey, Hello, how Vanessa. are you? How are you? Hi. Um, yeah, I'm Vanessa DeGraff, and thank you, Julio, for... Having me here, I feel famous instead of in the shadow of my father. Um, as you know, is the Gerber baby model. Oh, yeah. I, I actually yeah. did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah, he's the famous one. I'm just the plain old boring trust fund baby. But I did come up with this concept, and I can tell you a little bit about it and your listeners. Also, I am uh, very happy to get to know you, Kane, because it sounds like you are all about the truth and that your alleged dad is a real bad boy but yes Vanessa well I'm not sure if he's good or bad he's just not there that sounds fascinating Vanessa we are just so excited to have you on um I feel like we're kindred spirits because you mentioned your father and living your father's shadow and I'm living in my father's lack of a shadow I gotta tell you I think that most of my listeners are also podcasters themselves because um, I live in a bubble where I assume that everyone just does what I do and I think that uh uh, they're really satisfied about the way this episode is coming together. Because I know, because I mean, Kane, you're a Christmassy person anyway, right? Do you, like, you love Christmas, right? I wouldn't say love. I'd say attached involuntarily for my entire life. Interesting. Yes. Um, okay. Well, uh, but you know of, of the White Elephant Gift Exchange? Yes, it was an absolutely... An enormous game changer. Vanessa, will you will you tell my listening audience? Um, it's so big, but I want to make sure people know what is the White Elephant Gift Exchange. Well, the heart of it is um, people don't have to lie about Christmas anymore. Yes, the truth. Yes, the truth. Exactly. I really connect with you on that, Kane. Um, I got sick of Thank lying. You. I have a motto in my life of living the pure truth. And you know, you run into issues in Christmas. Uh, when you're opening presents and you have to say, oh my gosh, I love this to another potholder from Aunt Marjorie. And I just, I'm, I'm not having it. I absolute, it's, it's absolute. I'm not doing it anymore. So I just, at the age of seven was like, mom, you better figure this out because I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie anymore to anyone. And she said, okay, well, how can you 
you know, get around it or whatever. She's trying to coach me through this. And I just said, let's all give shitty gifts. So then we can all tell the truth and open the gifts. And yeah, this is shit. So and it also kind of, you know, I'm also a huge declutterer and saving money and I have money goals. And the whole thing is just it's baloney. So it's just I think everybody wins with a white elephant gift exchange. I think it's, you know, brings in the holiday spirit. I see Kane over here just nodding like crazy. It's, it's kind of speaking to you, huh? I'll be honest, I'm a bit speechless. She She's launched a movement, a well, cultural I'm, movement. I'm really humbled. Actions. I'm humbled, Kane. But really, I all the glory goes to my Savior, Lord uh, Jesus Christ, because he's Uh-oh. really the one who started the elephant white elephant gifts exchange like he's he, the first he one really that was like started Chris- these christmas gifts in are general shit. these yeah. gifts are shit i'm a toddler what am i gonna do with gold that's instant stubbing my toe and just i'm gonna fall like that's this this is not you know he can't be excited about frankincense and myrrh and myrrh frankincense and myrrh okay i'll just hold on to these until my grandma dies and use them for her burial or until then my mom can use them for her hemorrhoids or throw ulcers it's just what a fantastically pragmatic view yeah, thanks. What so you were 7 then when you came up with the white elephant? Yes. What yeah. what was the what was that first uh white elephant gift exchange like? So, the first one, oh, it was fun. Everybody just wrapped a random gift from their home and all, you know, brought them in and we did this, you know, put all the gifts in the middle and uh youngest to oldest can pick which one they want. So, it's always exciting. You don't know who's going to receive your gift. So, um I just I liked that dynamic. Do you as happen well. to remember what you brought for for the gift? Um, yeah, um, I had some dead batteries in my room, so just okay. You know, somebody else that's, can bring it to the library. That's just a that's, chore. A, that's basically a classic at this point. Yeah, were they they were probably big batteries, huh? Oh yeah, man! In the eighties, it was just real awful and cylinders, terrifying. big listening cylinders, probably. Vanessa, right? what yes. year was this? Uh, this was nineteen eighty five, I think. Nineteen eighty five. Which city? I keep a ledger with me. I can I can track down what Santi brought you. That I don't really like you... telling oh, all my oh, business. So actually, can you, do you want to? Can documents. you? How? how I have speci- to be in hiding how, too. Kane how, Kane, how specific do you have to have it be? Could you just say Michigan? Just give me a region of the country. Mich- we'll say Michigan. Michigan. Oh, you're oh you're trying to figure out. Oh, that's an interesting device. So it looks like Kane's in trying that, to hold on. It looks like Kane's trying to figure out what you got for Christmas in some years. Is that, is that what, you're, what you're saying? Oh, it's probably. I'll call. No, no actually, no, you asked for new batteries because all of your other batteries had died. You know, pract- I'm being practical. Not incredible, incredible that we can document this historic. You know, I'm going to use moment. it. Do you remember like what you? Excess. Do you remember what you ended up receiving for the white elephant gift? Oh yeah, um, my uncle's like handkerchief that he like blew his nose in. He's he was dead too. Somebody just found it in their house. They're like, oh yeah, must have left it here. That's pretty. Br- that, that's something. pretty brutal. Yeah, it was really gross, but I thought, you know what? This is recycling. You, you kind of have to respect the gift like that too. In the in the you know the like the the idiom of the white elephant. Well, you like can that. be truthful and try to find the silver lining. Open it up and say this is absolute garbage, and think, but how can I recycle and reuse? So there's a lot of uh, white elephant variations out there. How do you how do you feel about those? This you sparked an entire movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, tradi- people have their own house rules and then create traditions and. So I've heard I've heard fine. of one house rule where uh, you get to either open a new present or you can take someone else's present. Anyone have you ever heard of that of that um, variation? 
you know, I think that it's probably good for families to use that who have like a lot of discourse, like everybody's fighting, because that's like a very healthy way to get out that anger. It's just like steal her gift, like take that Aunt June, like, you know. Kane, I see you over here kind of just uh, nodding and, and really, uh, really smiling about some things that uh, Vanessa's saying. Do you have any questions for Vanessa DeGraff? Oh, me. Kane? Oh, me? Oh, yes. I am Kane. I am not rubbish boy anymore. Vanessa, first and foremost, I respect you. You've launched an entire cultural movement. You've established a new tradition. My question is, should we keep the Christ in Christmas? You know, I really like and respect you, Cain. We really connect on truth. I don't deserve this. But, you know, I understand why people lie. People lie to get laid, okay? If you tell the truth, people don't like you, and then you don't get laid, and I live this life. Vanessa, I've never been laid in my life. Everyone except for Santi and Mrs. Claus and my mum is a virgin in the North Pole. That's it. So you you two have a... Actually, a lot in common. You both haven't kindred been. spirits. Yeah, you yeah. haven't haven't been laid in a bit. The only man I have is the gingerbread man, and he's a bastard. And he only comes around around uh, he and he only comes around on Christmas. So that's dry spells. I've had a three hundred year dry spell. How how old are you, Kane? But didn't two hundred three hundred years? Didn't your alleged dad call you dirty boy? What did he call you? He might have called me nothing. I don't know. I don't know if he's good or bad, naughty or nice. I, he wasn't oh, there, so Santa took me under his his wing, and he called me rubbish boy for two hundred, three hundred years. Complicated. It's hard to it's hard to you know hammer down an official timeline. Mm-hmm. Trauma is weird like that. So what's uh next on the horizon for Vanessa DeGraff? Um. I am just enjoying my hockey player boyfriend, and... Oh, what's his name? Um, his name's Dominic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. pretty new. I mean, it's just, you know, he's he's busy, and I'm so busy, you know, spending money all day that it's, you know, we connect when we can, though. We connect when we can. Wow, a hockey player. Is he, is he like a professional hockey player? Oh, yeah. He's a pretty big deal to me. Vanessa, what was his name? His name is Dominic. I don't really know his last name. We were just kind of hooking up, okay? It's just like not that big of a deal, but... What country is he from? Czech Republic, I think. That's what he said. Do you want to know what he wished for for Christmas last year? Oh my gosh, yes, let's stalk. This is like the best form of stalking. You are a real asset. Dish it out. Just a moment. Yeah, I forgot that you have have this great device here. He's just been... So you you basically are the one who also knows who's naughty and nice, is is what you're telling me. You are not opening just, the not just, uh, It's more of a logistical position, but yes. Yes, Julia. And you have access to the whole to everybody. The list is in my hands and I've taken it with me to help expose the truth, to help establish For my listeners my at home, uh, Kane actually is uh, holding and showing me the mic. Even though he knows that you can't see what he's doing, he's pantomiming. And, or, I mean, not pantomiming. <laughs> Even though he knows that you can't see what he's doing, he's still kind of showing off this uh, device to you uh it's fabulous in the year 1998 julio himself requested two copies of the afi album it was a big year for punk rock now your boyfriend dominic there are currently seven million dominics in the czech republic so but 
most of them wished for hockey sticks. So that's actually fitting. That's good for you. Good for you. What, what percentage Thanks. of most would you say? How, how many? How many of them? 98. Okay. That's you know, a- I have to say your whole operation really feeds into kids' dreams and changes their life forever. If he didn't get that hockey stick, can you even imagine where he would be? I wouldn't be dating him for one thing, you know. He'd probably be an amateur famous. player. Amateur leagues. Local, intramural. So, Vanessa, uh, when we introduced you, uh, you mentioned that you were out of the shadow of your dad, and uh, I was actually reading up more about you, and your dad was actually pretty famous in his own right. Yeah, he was the Gerber baby model, and... Oh, interesting. What gets better? Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this. Yeah. yeah. Gerber he baby. huge. He's still huge. It's just... Does he still look like his picture on the Gerber baby? Well, uh, now he looks like an old man, so no. Not baby at all. It's not, it's not like an well, old an old you know, baby. That baby look only stays till around like six, seven months, and then the whole face changes. I, I so. don't have it. Do you have it? Do you have any kids of your own? I don't, but you know, I don't. All those all babies kind of look like grumpy old men. So maybe, maybe he still does kind of look like like that in a way. That's great. That that's that's pretty cool. So did that? Uh, did was he pretty well known in his life as the Gerber baby, or was just, is this oh, kind of? Oh no, a- his mom told everybody though. The whole town would, kn- the whole town knew even when he, they moved. You know, she would just, oh, my son's the Gerber baby. You know, she just really had to soak in uh, that affirmation from everybody. So everybody needed to know she was famous. It's this whole deal, insecurities. Taylor's oldest time. Do you have any questions for uh, Kane, Vanessa? Yeah, Kane, what's your favorite Christmas song? Well, over the years, they've sort of all blurred into the same. What about set the, of when the mom's making out with him? I've seen, I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. What do, you, what do you think about that one? Well, I've never said Santa was a saint. Some cultures might, but. Do you think Saint that? Nick, do you think that that uh, song that I saw, "Mommy Kissing Santa Claus," is based on a true story? That's I guess the- a true story, more like hundreds of millions of true stories. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Imagine um, how many mothers have been kissed by Santa Claus. That sounds really Julio. Kinky. Imagine your mother being kissed by Santa Claus. He gets he. What What was your name again? Rubbish boy. That sounds really dirty. Rubbish boy. Yes. It's on my official documents. I have a question for you, Vanessa. Okay. What year were you born? I was born in 1982. 1982. And your father's name? William. DeGraff? Yes. Okay, he's whipping, listeners at home, he's whipping out this weird device that he's kind of kind of cylindrical a little bit. In 1981, your father... He wished for a daughter. He wished to Santa Claus for a. D- um, wow. Um, it's like a wish to get laid. Good for him. And here I am. What an interesting direction to take that information with. Oh. Oh. I thought you'd be more tearful or, or have a more sentimental reaction. Yeah, that was a bit. little bit more like a. A primal, like... Yeah, it was kind of... Yeah, that, that was visceral. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, I've always been a guru, savant. Of course, I'm very advanced. You did mention earlier that you, you're your own guru. I am. How did how did you... Uh, how did that come about? 
I looked around and everybody looked like idiots and I had all the answers. Why would I listen to anybody else? Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that I'm, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't think that's actually entirely uh, a bad way to look at life. Yeah, just follow my intuition because. Are you a guru to anybody else? Um, I hope so. I hope the white elephant gift exchange just kind of resonates with everyone. You're definitely well known. Yeah, you're definitely well known um, uh, for people that follow the lore of Christmas. Um, uh, Is there any advice that you would give out to uh, our listener audience? Keep speaking truth. Keep um, keeping everything in the light. Expose. Uh, recycle and spread love anything else you want to uh incredible anything else you want to uh ask of me or uh came before we go to a commercial break um well maybe i'll just say it off air i have a couple you know propositions cool great okay. yeah I'm, I'm excited for a break i guess we'll talk she's looking at me the way santa claus used to look at my mother interesting um <laughs> Everybody, we'll be back after these uh, short commercial breaks. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Are you sick and tired of waiting at the woods in line for a milf to notice you in line at the woods? I sure am. Come on down to Mojo's on a Thursday. Oh, I'll be there. Mojo's on a Thursday. We've got milf. Grand Rapids, Sunday, March 10th, 2019 at 3 p.m. The seven-time Emmy-winning television icon Ed Asner is coming to Grand Rapids starring in his new comedy stage play, A Man in His Prostate. That's right, Ed Asner at 3 p.m. on a Sunday in Grand Rapids starring in A Man in His Prostate. An afternoon, a Sunday, a man and his prostate. Ed Asner, Laugh Fest 2019. Raving reviews. I was going to go see Ed Asner, but then I had a thing come up, so... I came for the MILFs, but I stayed for Ed Asner's prostate. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Grand Maps, the episode 12, the Christmas episode. I am still here in the studio with Candy Kane from the North Pole. How are you doing, Candy? I I, I think Kane? it's safe to say I'm hanging in there. Is that is that something you might say? Yes, definitely. Yes. And with uh, Vanessa DeGraff. Uh, originator of the original White Elephant Gift Exchange. Yes, thanks, Julio. Thanks for being here today. Yeah, I'm just here for the eye candy. I'd like to extend my thank you to Vanessa as well. You are a legend in my eyes. I can't say it enough. Mm. Thank you. And uh, our next guest is someone who has just moved into the area, and they are here to tell us about uh, some uh, of their Christmas traditions. Tak, ahoy. My name is Eva Kalishkova, and I am from Czech Republic. Oh, wonderful. Um, that's great. I, uh, I'm really interested in uh, hearing about other perspectives on Christmas. What are some uh, Christmas traditions that you all uh, follow in the Czech Republic? Yes, in uh, Czech Republic, the most common, uh, the most popular Christmas tradition is the... Um, the tradition of the carp, the Christmas carp. The carp? The car? Carp. Like the fish? Uh, yes, yes, yes. It's oh, a fish. Okay. It's a, a, the fish that eats at the bottom. Okay. It's a bottom fish. Bottom feeder? Yeah, yeah, yes, sure. it's a bottom, a bottom fish. A bottom feeder, mm. yes. Yes. And uh, at Christmas time, you go to the market and you buy the carp in in 
you take the carp home and you it live with you in in the bathtub in mm-hmm. your house before Christmas. So like two, three days before Christmas, then the bath the fish stays in the bathtub. May I ask a question? Yeah, I, I've got some of my own. Yeah, this definitely. sounds so deliciously unusual. And I'm wondering, what does one do if one feels the need or the desire to take a bath on Christmas Eve? Oh, that's um, really kinky. Well, two, two, two things. One is impossible. Um, nobody takes shower in Czech Republic before Christmas. Um Two, if if you feel like it, sometimes you can sit with the carp in the bathtub, wow. like a mutual soaking. Like to see that, it can be sensual. So yeah, okay. So I, I want to. Wow. Okay. So let me let me just for the listening audience at home to catch up. Uh, every Christmas, uh, the family buys a fish. Yes. And the fish is alive. No. Uh, no. Yeah. I know. I know. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which is it? Oh is it yes or no? So for my listeners at home, just to clarify, uh, every every year, the, the uh, Czech, some Czech families, or almost all Czech families, all of them, uh, yeah. all, all of them uh, buy a, a fish. Yes. No. No. And I know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They buy a fish, and it's it's a live fish, and they let it live in the bathtub. Yes. It's tradition. Okay. And then w- what do they do with the fish? Um, it depends. So, on Christmas, which is the twenty fourth in December, uh, they you kill the fish and you eat it. You eat it, but only if you have no heart. Because if you have heart, then you you cannot eat a live fish that is now your pet. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, do you do you often feel <laughs> That's why you don't attached, get emotionally like, attached to things? How do you not okay. get emotionally so, attached like, to a fish on. that's in your bathtub you for cut like it three off, days? Like, clean. Do you not? Do you just avoid damage. walking past the bathtub? For my li- for the sake of the listening audience at home, we're gonna go one at a time. Kid question. So many questions. On, yeah. It's like you've never heard of this. This is like everybody in the oh, I've in never Canada heard of this, this because the thing is Santa Claus year after year after year, he just entirely passes over the Czech Republic. So you this is just so yeah. magnificently foreign to me. You are quite foreign to me because in Czech Republic we don't have Santa Claus. This we have a baby Jesus who brings the presents, and I have never seen Santa Claus. Now that I don't is a name I have heard. That so is you, a name I have heard. That's on the band, the band list. You the no-no list. Jesus, baby Jesus. That's in- interesting. So, any any questions from Kane about the the live fish? Julio, hold on a second. Ava, I actually have a question. So, when you're in the bathtub, do you put the fish like? in the crotch area like do you just spread your legs so it has like a little place to like flutter around down there or what i don't understand how do you like how does that all work i will not tell you how to live your life i mean everybody so but is there a traditional way what is you know the tradition is to not have a shower before christmas but everybody can do what they want so if you like the fish and you want to take the bath with the fish that's Mm. okay you you don't you know you don't want to smell I mean, the fish smells. It's a fish. So um, sometimes, yes, you, you do smell, but it's worth it if you like the fish and you want to take the bath with the fish. I find myself greatly offended yet 
turned so down. intensely interested. It can be now, sensual, yes. Sens- a sensual experience with a fish from the market. I do it. I, 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 I recommend about right, here in, in Grand Rapids. I hear here in this city you have a, a fish ladder. Is it true? We do. Yeah, that we that's uh, that's actually yeah. We definitely have a fish ladder. I've I've never been, but I do. Um, How is I a fish meant to climb a ladder with only fins? Well, it's complicated. To to our listeners at home, from so I, I often take for granted the fact that my listener audience is actually much much larger than just the Greater Grand Rapids region, and I have to uh, remind everybody that here in Grand Rapids downtown, there's a major attraction. It's busy all the time. Um, there's a lot of meetups that happen there of various types, and it's called the Fish Ladder. And uh, it's a place where fish can... It's not an actual ladder. It's uh, basically a bunch of steps that are in the water that the salmon usually can go up. Uh, Is it legal to snatch a fish from this fish ladder when they're right there in front of you jumping up? I actually don't know. I think, I think from what I can uh, understand... Ava, are you... Are you directly snatching these fish straight from the fish ladder? It's complicated. To, to get this fish here. And I wish that in, in Grand Rapids there was some place to get a good carp, like a good a good uh, swimming pool for children with the carp. I could go get the carp, but um, it's, it's complicated. It's difficult. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a, a really complicated issue. My, my question that I had is, what do you do with the carp um, after it's in the bathtub? So you bring it home. It lives in the bathtub. Did you you feed it? Um. Yes. Yes. Of course. You need to keep it alive. What do you feed it? Um. You know, scraps from the kitchen. Not. Not. Nothing expensive because it's carp. It's bottom feeder. So. Basically anything. Yeah. Like you. You have some some trash. What's your nickname? Trash boy. Dirty rubbish. Boy. Rubbish. Rubbish oh. boy. Yeah, feed feed the carp um, some rubbish. No, I have. A, I have. A, an additional question. Hold on, I'm confused. Feed the carp? Whatever. The rubbish. They feed the yeah, whatever. Carp to keep it alive until Christmas and then. And then what? And then what? Yeah, that's what I. What, oh, you eat it? Oh, of course. How, how do you prepare the carp? It's tradition. Um, you can deep fry, you can make soup, you can make uh, a spread. Oh, like on, on pan? Uh, uh, how, bread. Do de- how do you determine who slaughters the carp? Uh, whoever's the has the least heart in the family, like who's heartless. Oh, heart. Yes. Oh. Who can basically have sex with no emotions? You know, people don't get I've this. never it's had confused, sex, so yes. I would never know that. Do you know? Oh, do you know you what sex is? Me? Ken. Do you need help? No, Ken, Ken, Ken. Ken. Do you need like a friend? I mean, like, I'm not trying to sign myself. No, up I'm for just not trying. To, I want to. I want to make sure that there's consent. I decide. I mean, I. Let's talk at the break. I'd say okay. we do have we do have one more break before the show's okay, over. Just saying, I'm just saying, just I'm open to it. Well, I'm, I'm putting a pin. In, I'm putting a mental pin in that. Eva, Eva, how like do you way. stop yourself <laughs> when you're walking past the bathroom with the bathtub, with the carp in the bathtub? How do you stop yourself from down. getting attached like a like a small puppy or a kitten? It's it's quite common in the Czech Republic to get attached to the fish. Have um, you ever been attached to a fish? I have. In um, what way? Where? Oh, 
God. Several times. There was one time I did not pay attention to the fish and I picked the fish from the market and I I took the fish home and. One night stand type thing. Once the fish was in the bathtub, I noticed it looked like my ex Milos. So it's complicated because now I have this this carp Milos looking fish in my bathtub that it looked like my ex. So. Do I starve this carp or do I get in the bathtub? Mm, I'd get in the tub. That's what I did. Yes, I got in the bathtub with the fish. I lit some candles. Yes. This is absolutely mind-blowing to me. I can't tell whether this is naughty or nice. I'm turned on too. I'm just confused sexually and literally. But then you you cannot kill the fish. You have to let it go. I actually read somewhere that Christmas is actually one of the most erotic holidays. Yes, if it, I mean, if you're in a bathtub, it's erotic. Every time? If, every time, yes. Uh, one thing that we love to do here on Gra- Rhapsody uh, is learn a lot more and dig deep on our guests. So we're going to play a little game uh, and learn more about some Christmas past. This is a uh, segment called The Ghost of Christmas Past. Are y'all ready to play? Yeah. No, always ready. Uh, yes. Um, we're gonna dig up some past memories, Vanessa. Oh God. Yeah. What's the best Christmas gift you've ever received? Oh, I don't think I could probably say that on air, but it was really good for me. I think we can say it. I've I, I done think you can. I think you, 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 you actually can say it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, told you my story about Milos fishing bathtub. You need to say. And that okay. was vividly erotic, what her story was. So I just don't know, you know, where to stop. You know, when I start, it just doesn't end. So I'm sure um, Julio has a bleep button somewhere. Keep it. Ava, what is the best Christmas gift you've ever received? In 1996, I get a Škoda car. This, um, this was the Czech Czech automobile maker and they they only have one model so and only like two color I got a blue one so then I could go to Germany for groceries Vanessa what's the best Christmas gift you've ever received um the best Christmas gift I've ever received was a box of brand new batteries this sounds like you grew up in socialist country Oh. But to be fair, that's exactly what she asked for yeah. that year. Yeah, actually, yeah. still asked for that. You know, Kane. What's what, Kane? What's the uh, best gr- Christmas gift you've ever received? Oh, I think I'd be best to pass on this question, Julio. Why? Why is that? Well, I've never exactly received a Christmas gift. Um, I'm hoping this year will be my first Christmas where I receive gifts from cherished ones, and I hope to by December 25th have established relationships and elevated those relationships to be cherished I I know nothing but pure pain every Christmas so I feel like like Vanessa would like to help you out with some, some gifts like body gifts Vanessa what body gifts I'm what does this mean like a that. bath bomb I've I've read about bath bombs before what is a body gift Vanessa I forgot where I 
I'm going with this guy. You are going sexual. I'm an enormous <laughs> yes. virgin. Yes. Oh, I yeah, I offered to help you out if you need it. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that there was consent before I take you and help you. I absolutely consent to you helping me with my Christmas wish. Okay. I which is? Which soon. is, I my Christmas wish is to have a Christmas wish. And, I mean, half of everything we do is our body and the other half is our mind. So if you can help me with a Christmas body wish, um, so be it. I welcome the opportunity. Julius, I have a song I'd like to sing for you if it's okay. It's a Czech traditional song. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Okay, Let's go. Great. I would like to dedicate this song to my lover, Dominik Kasek. He's a famous hockey star in Czech Republic. All right. Okay. So here we go. It's called... Pojedem's bolo to vedlema duiraj, duiraj, duiraj da Ježišku, panačku. Ja tě budu kolipat, Ježišku, panačku, ja tě budu kolipat. It's traditional song. That's really it's, good. Yes, it's about Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> it says Bethlehem and, and Jesus, but people know. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That makes sense. You had to, you had to kind of be a little bit secretive back in those days. Yes, yes, you had to, to cover the, the, the real meaning. Julio Eva, I'd like to make it known that that is considered banished propaganda in the North Pole. Interesting. And yes, because not exist. Well, it does exist, but I am on your side that you should be able to sing it and dedicate it to your to your lover. Yeah, who was the lover that you dedicated? Yes, his name Dominic Hasek. Oh, is famous okay. hockey star in Czech Republic. Okay. Yes, oh, goodness. that's the same guy I'm sleeping with right now. Tell me lies. Oh, not see, not see. You know, I I move here from Praha, my loved city. For Dominic, he says I shall come to wow. Grand Rapids and what? Yeah, I mean, I'm into it. I'm fine with it. Not I'm mad. confused. You it, sleep with Dominic too? Yeah. The, wh- what's his number? Look, it's not that big of a deal. Just, I'm into it. I would be fine. I'm fine. That's I'm, I'm so confused. It sounds to me like Dominic has taken the cookie from multiple cookie jobs. Would you say that Dominic's been naughty or nice as, as someone who's in the North Pole administration? What did he wish came? for for Christmas? Yeah, that's a good, good question. 2018. Yeah. Yes, look in your oval system. I've been locked out for he December of 2018. I can tell you what he was thinking about asking for in about... April of 2018. Yes, what? We were together then. He was he was hoping for another hockey stick. <sighs> just like last year and the past 30 years before that. This sounds like him. Very typical then. Yes, yes. So I think uh, this is an interesting development. I think that we got to take a break, maybe cool down a bit. Yes, this is a very And then uh, we're going to come back. Everyone no, okay to stay for another segment? And, yes, uh, it's We actually have one more guest after this, so, so uh, stick around. I'll come back, yeah, sign me up. Multiple I'm people are stabbing daggers at each other. Let's call Dominic on the break. Let's, I, yeah, let's call yeah. Dominic. Yeah, we might, we might be able to get Dominic on the phone, I think. Let's get to the bottom of this, but this sounds... Yeah, we need to figure Yeah, I'm out. very this excited. Crazy. Great. So uh, stick excited. around. Grand Absolute, yeah, we, uh, episode 12. Maybe I'll make you some carp. 
Choo Choo Bitch, Choo Choo Grill, located kind of by downtown, bitch. Do you like old ass hamburgers? Yeah, we have that shit. You want to come in? We have five tables. Come early, stay late. We don't give a fuck. Fake ass bitch. Do you like being in giant buildings? That's not really ever all the way filled out and parking's very difficult. Come on down to the Knickerbocker. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Grand Rhapsody, episode 12, the Christmas special. Our next guest is uh, the uh, owner of a uh, Christmas tree sales facility here in Grand Rapids. And uh, they are very busy this time of year, and I was there by picking out a Christmas tree for me and my family. And uh, we were uh, we had a great conversation. So he's on the show today to tell us more uh, about Christmas. Well, hello, hello, Julio, and and other guests. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, I am here to represent uh, the tree lot at Leonard and Alpine, where you can buy fresh Michigan Christmas trees grown here in Michigan that were. That were legally acquired and can be can be available for your home for your Christmas or other holiday celebrations. Terrell, yes, I'm Kane. By the way, call me Kane. But Lies. I have to let you know, statistically speaking, hundreds of millions of families. The top request for Christmas is an artificial Christmas tree. How do you reconcile with that data? That raw data being presented to you. And do you sell carp? I'll take the second question first, and the first question second. We That's do fair. not sell carp. Shame. And Cain? It was Cain? Cain, yes. Cain? I am. Cain. Cain, I am appalled to hear that so many Christian families are purchasing artificial, lifeless, quote, trees, unquote. An artificial Christmas tree is a plastic, godless monstrosity that people bring into their homes to sow discord that leads to divorce and children who will smoke methamphetamine. (coughs) Please order a fresh live real michigan christmas tree for your holiday and or christmas celebration i believe this is truth because in czech republic we not have christmas trees for like 60 years and now we do and now that they fake there's lots of methamphetamines and it's yes it's finally truth Nothing better than the real thing. Yes, That's no. Kind a of Christmas universal. tree that is real and live and fresh and local will bring a warmth to your home that will radiate into your heart, that will create a heart warmth that will color your children's mm. holiday. How do you reconcile with the fact that Traditional live Christmas trees are a greater fire hazard for American and international homes. 
The American Christmas Tree Association of American Christmas Trees has published a report that shows that 98% the a, of the, house a, the ACT of ACTs, the ACTOACT, is that what organization you're talking about? The American Christmas Tree Organization of American Christmas Trees okay. has published I a report. I missed an O in there. A-T-C-O. Two O's. Yeah. The, their report shows that 98% of holiday fires are caused by wallpaper adhesive and have no relation to fresh properly maintained christmas trees what about carp they do not publish any statistics involving carp or other fresh or saltwater fish this is very confused for christmas report it sounds like an entirely biased study perpetuated by your organization sir i do not care for your feelings I presented you with data collected Which by a really leading industry helps organization. For one night stands, don't get into the feelings. Just I think it's straight da- facts. The data is is confused. It's been for three months. The data is not taking clear. any longer. No, for person who says he's three hundred years old, this confusing. So, Daryl, I'm I'm interested to know more. How did you get started in the uh, tree sales business? Well, I saw many people selling trees and. I had interacted with them as a purchaser, and I did not like the the agenda that they had. So I decided to start it up with a little bit of a twist, where I had a family-focused Christmas tree sales proposition. And it's been a model that has given me great success, although I have had no success in a family-focused way of my own. I have no family of my own, although I support traditional family values, a husband, a wife, two or more children, and no divorce. On a side note, I want I want to say thank you to my guests for being so proactive and, and question-asking, kind of taking the, the heat off me as a host. Um... Daryl, I've, I've got one more gripe to yeah, add. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Durell. go ahead, yeah. Darrell. Kane. Am I a lesser, am I lesser in your eyes because I just have my mother who I know is an elf and I, I have nothing This is turning father. into a therapy session. Julio, can I ask you a question? What is your least favorite Christmas song? Uh, yes, Julio's. I'd be happy to answer the song. Yes. Um, the one that says, uh, uh, the, the, for some reason, the, the, the Christmas song where they say no man in it. Like snowman. Is this no, the no, no, the, no. There's a literal lyric where they say no man. And that brings us to our next segment. What song am I talking about? Would you like me to sing my song? No again? man. Frosty the snowman. No. That's the only man I have in my life besides when I get to see my hockey player on this. He'll say, are you married? That's absolutely they say so no man. We'll say no man. No man. Walking in the winter wonderland. First of all, why is this preacher getting in my business? I'm oh, hanging yes, out with a special yes. friend. Do whatever. I Build, think if I'm a, building a snowman. If a preacher it's is walking amongst a winter wonderland and sees a young man and a young woman and they're acting in a familiar way, he might suggest, why not? Let's wrap this up in a traditional family values way. And they certainly have the choice to say, no, man. 
but it might save their souls. Kane, uh, kind of jumping out of your seat here. Do you have, do you have a question for uh, Daryl Scarjo? What's you- the best and what's the worst month to sell a Christmas tree in a lot? Oh, well, that's easy. The best month is December, and the worst month is certainly January. We're we're trying to give them away come January. People aren't much interested. I, I worry that they're using them for firewood or non-seasonal Due to their highly flammable nature. I think if, cured, if you could, if you could come, up, come up with some way to make Christmas trees in January sell, you'd be sitting on a gold mine probably, right? What about the like the May tree? Like we celebrate with the May tree in in Germany and Europe, or like what if you put like the baby Jesus in the tree? I would never put baby Jesus in a tree, and certainly if I had found a way in January to make a Christmas tree as appealing as it were in December, I would be a much richer man. How- what if you put like a fire? Like in in Praha, we do like fireworks. For New Year? What if you do like firework tree? Like like explode. Are you taking Speaking this seriously? Speaking of exploding, can we call Dominic? We need to sort this out. I mean click. what's up, baby? Ahoy. How are you doing? What's going on? Dominic? Yeah. Is true you have other lover? Oh, no, nah, man. I Well, I have one other lover. It's called Hockey. It's a game. I play it. Yes, I know you're a famous hockey star, but I sit next to this woman. Her name is Vanessa. You heard of hey. Vanessa? Who's oh. this Vanessa? Oh, hey, that's Dom. great. Oh, it's Paul. Oh, hey, what's up? Thank you. I think this is Why the thank sexiest you? surprise what ever. Is, it's what super is this generous. Ava, I, I gotta tell you that me and Vanessa were like kind of friends too. What is this? A, just a Christmas joke? No, it's okay. So like my friend, he's a DJ and he's got like five shows coming up. Oh, and it's gonna be so. Why you bring me to this country? No, let me tell you. I brought you into this country because like I thought maybe you might like this DJ, my friend. The what? His DJ Crazy is his name. Crazy. Are you breaking S- up with me? No, it's crazy with a K. No, 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 no. We want you to stay. We. I like this. I like this. This. This works for me. Are you? A, are you? It's like an open. Vanessa, man, I'm gonna tell you that, like, for real, for real, for real, like, bro, I'm actually very surprised that you're like into and okay with this because, if I gotta tell you, I have been like kicking it with Vanessa. But with like, me too. Yeah, I've been kicking with both of you because, oh my like, gosh. I'm a hockey player. What do you expect? Yeah, what do you expect? I mean, I, like, I expect, like, hockey? Just only live in truth. No, like, if he wants. Baby, there's only so much to do in Granville. Oh, it's, tr- it's baby, true. Baby, yeah. what am I going to do in Granville? Want to go to mm. Arby's five times for Maybe night? Maybe we no. go to Fish Ladder and try to get the car for Christmas. I don't know. Yo, I one time I went to Fish Ladder and, like, it was great. It was good. But, like. But then you went home with Vanessa? I go home with anybody who like say hey to me this, this, and know who I am. Yeah, I just needed to be felt up, so it's kind of an arrangement. This is Vanessa. Yeah, well, who, who does? Who talking to me? Right? Who's this man? 
I don't Dominic. know whose man's there. Whose man's is Dominic, this? you are on speakerphone. You're on a podcast. He's oh, like, what? This yes. crazy no. elf. Is this yes. like a prank joke from like... Well, Dominic, I just want to try and put Yo, you is this in free perspective. Beer and hot wings in the morning making a prank joke on me? <laughs> Dominic, I'd like, to, I'd like to provide some oh, context your grip, your for your current it. status. Dominic, I'm trying to paint this so you can realize this what's going on. Elf. Dominic, you are in two separate penalty boxes at the same time. Aww, Carry on, and I'm out. This is it. Yo, real, real quick, I want to say shout out to my sister. She's putting out an album this year, and it's basically like a spoken word thing. And I want to tell you one time about it. the one thing that she's trying to do is make jokes more serious. That's so like, no, no, Dominic. It's called, no, she's like a comedian, but like Dominic. Now I understand why when Dominic. I'm with you, all we do is just make out because I cannot even stand listening to you talk. This, this Dominic, do you understand how much okay. trouble you are currently in? No, it's gonna be okay. Here's what I say: we all do. I've got my uncle. He's my uncle, but he's like five years younger than me. No, but no, just, no, just so you know, no, he's my uncle. No. He's my uncle, and just so you know, we're gonna go. We're gonna take like a pill, and we're gonna dance. It'll be fine. So, I do like to god. dance. Yes, yes, gonna be fine. Oh god, he yes. sounds fun. Well, Is he it? sounds like a student from East Grand Rapids, because that's all they ask for for Christmas every year, year after year. I'd like some ecstasy, please. I'd like some MDMA, please. It's no, like man. change the record. Can we dance, man? I'm British. gonna. <laughs> I want to answer. I'm gonna answer all those questions. Number one, this is not asked to see if something different you don't know about. Number two, yeah, you're gonna dance. Number three, it's gonna be better than ecstasy. Number four, go EGR. Can we dance to number bon five? Jovi? Number five, I gotta go play hockey. So I don't know what this is, but y'all, if you guys want to come over tomorrow, uh, come I to guess. my. I got. Yeah, I got my own good. personal island in the Czech Republic. Dominic, for for posterity, I'd like to update a list that I'm curating here. What would oh, you word? like? What would you like for Christmas this year? Huh? Don't say hockey stick. Oh, word, Dominic. First thing that comes to your mind. The first thing that comes to your mind, Dominic. When I say maybe what do you want for tree. Christmas this year, maybe uh, no Bon Jovi. Album. Like maybe like like it's like virtual reality, but also like a sex toy. Oh yeah, that sounds. I like that. But no, also, like, he with said carp? this in the past. I'm also like really into like all you can eat stuff. No, he factors in he factors in hockey stick and sex toy same category. Is oh, it Christmas for Dominic? It is. That yeah, sounds nice. <laughs> I've I've updated my listing. Thank you, Dominic. Daryl Scarjoy. Scarjoy. Daryl Scarjoy. I want to bring it back. Um. If you have one piece of advice to give to people buying a tree, what would you what would you get to them? I would say, know where your tree comes from. There's a lot of people who go out in the woods and they'll buy a Charlie Brown Christmas tree and try and make it so they're selling it like it's Rockefeller Center, and they're liars. What you need to do is find someone you trust, someone who has a history with the community, someone who has a tree that's real and lives the truth and you can find that at leonard and alpine is there a particular year that was uh, ex- uh especially good for christmas trees well they've all been good years since monsanto came along but 2001 was an especially good year for christmas trees on account of the politics 
Um, Kane's hand is, uh, I think it's his hand, is sh- oh, yeah, shooting yeah, out of his body. Yes. Um, up. I'm absolutely Kane. exploding. Kane. Uh, what do you got to say? Forgive me, I'm just grotesquely curious about if, tell me if this is uncouth or unbecoming of me. Yeah, what, yeah. May I ask your annual salary, Durrell? My income derived from the lot. That's what I said, yes. I make about two hundred and thirty to two hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars a year on Christmas, Christmas trees. Sales. That's right. Trees are that's bloody fucking by their insane. nature bought cheap and sold quite pricely. I have, I have question. Ava, Ava, what do you got? So two thousand one was the best year. Is because nine eleven. Oh Lord, no. On account of the rise of the Slender Man. Interesting. Tell me more. Well, as you know, 2001 was the year that Slender Man entered the consciousness of the American teenager. And as a natural reaction, the parents of those teenagers wanted to instill traditional family Christian seasonal values and it followed that they would be willing to pay a premier price for a premier christmas tree a real non cane a real non-artificial christmas tree daryl do you have any children i regret that i do not vanessa do you have any children no ava I'm not sure. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Kane, do you have any children? I'm afraid not, Julio. We've come to a part of the program. We're going to play a game that we love. Um, and it's called Punch Tickle Rub. We're going to play the X-rated version for all of you today. We're going to play <laughs> Mary Fuck. Oh, We're going to play Mary Fuck Kill proper. Oh. Listen, I've grown up from when I was this tall to how tall I am now without talking about murder or sex or commitment of this level. We're gonna... We're gonna... Can I know? Here we go. We're gonna open up three options. It's gonna be Mary Fuck Kill. It's gonna be three different people. And you're gonna tell me. We're gonna go down the line. I'm gonna give you a moment to... I'm gonna give you a moment to ask questions about the scenario. But yeah, wait, yeah. then you decide if you would like to marry Fuck Kill? Three different people. Okay, and you decide which one will you marry, which one will you fuck, which one will you kill. Oi, I think Vanessa fuckable. Well, it, it's, yeah, yeah. she's actually not on these lists, but we. She's all, actually. I think we all agree. In between segments here during the break, she apprehended me outside of the restroom. You don't even know what sex is, but you're into it. No, but I've learned more in the past thirty-five Bobby, yeah, to forty-five I, minutes than I have in my entire two hundred to three hundred years at the I, North I, Pole. Yeah. I strip it down. I make it easy. Uh, Would you say Vanessa, like as a lover, are you a teacher or are you a learner? Um, well, it's deep. This this kind of goes into layers. I want to feel in control, but also dominated. Wait, what okay. Was, yeah. I think that I think in. that with enough tenacity and willpower, you will find that for yourself. So. But not with Dominic. <laughs> uh, Dominic sounded like he could do better without you, but I don't know. He seemed kind of cool, too. Jeez. I liked his voice. So what's this game? My list has recently right. updated. Dominic Mary does Fuck Kill. And this is going to be including three well-known Christmas characters. Do we need consents? Consensus? Consent 
is consensus. Is, consent is employed. Is implied. It is implied. Especially no, no, when you're but like, we all have to decide together. So, an interesting side note for fans at home: I feel like consent has been mentioned in every single Grand Rhapsody episode, which is really cool. <laughs> so, uh, and on our show, consent is always implied. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means. Um, I love that we're like talking about consent, but it's also sad that like, oh, no, on your show, like whatever happens to you, it's it's just gonna happen. Deal with it. Okay, three Christmas characters. Number one, Tiny Tim. Do you guys know Tiny Tim? Tiny yeah, Tim. yeah. Tiny He's an Tim. Legend. Tiny Tim. Uh, uh, who knows who Tiny Tim is? Uh, Dar- Daryl. Do you know Tiny Tim? Well, surely I do. In we tell us about Christmas Tiny- Carol. Yep. Uh, Tiny Tim was the son of, I believe, one of the employees of Scrooge, and he did get around on crutches and he was a young man who didn't seem to have a lot of prospects and someone who generally is p- maybe pitied i well i think his, his uh expiration date was like is he's close dated uh, all i'd say is i'm rooting for him okay tiny tim one of our candidates our next candidate jack skellington who's this have you ever seen the movie the nightmare before christmas no he, but like Jack Skellington, he's a Skellington who lives in Halloweenville, and he discovers the meaning of Christmas, oh, you know wrong Halloween. or right, so as it may be. So just picture fucking a corpse, <coughs> and you'll understand. But he's I funny. Like It'll kind of get you, you to what you want to do. Okay. He might touch I mean, your heart. I'm, and it's I'm open like, to everything. It's like just, a corpse. Yes, you, yes, you might. He's the it. mayor of a Halloween town. Yes, and you're intercoursing maybe, yes, a Skellington, but he's up, he's covered in clay. So take that into account when it's you're just like determining. He's like a goth it's, fever dream character. Oh, like the lead singer of AFI. Yeah. And our third candidate is the old guy from Home Alone. You'll have to be a little more specific, Julio. Uh, uh, episode. Julio. Uh, the very first. Okay. Are you referring to the gentleman with the shovel who at the beginning the old, is quite scary, but later alone, we find in is Home a alone, character? In Home Alone 1, there's an old guy who basically all he does for fun is shovel sidewalks, and they're all talking a bunch of shit about him, but it turns out at the end he's actually pretty cool. And he just wants to make sure no one falls on the sidewalk. So, we're going to open it up to any round of questions. And the game is Mary Fuck Kill between Tiny Tim, Jack Skellington, and the old man from Home Alone. Who would you marry? Who would you fuck? Who would you kill? We're going to open it up to a round of questions. Julio, I have a question right off the bat. And I would love to answer this for you. Now, this Tiny Tim, are we assuming him as the age depicted in a christmas carol or he's underage a, basically he, that's all you need to know is he's that underage. true he is, is underage because i wouldn't be comfortable with any of the options well i think that would automatically individual. make us all kill him yeah, I yeah i'm not comfortable with that either. i think i, I, I want to applaud you for bringing that up immediately tiny tim is 23 years old oh he's still living with his parents He's tiny. This change everything. He's tiny. Yes. This does. Does it take him forever everything. to get anywhere? Yes. Sure. Is he? Does he inspire hope in you? Yes. Is he Polish? I don't think so. I think he's British. Mm. Um, tiny Tim. Interestingly enough, is twenty three. He's trying to get his shit together. He's not. 
but he lives with his parents. He might die this year. Oh, Jesus, I'd still kill him okay. immediately, I So, think. I think, who wants to go first? Mary, fuck, kill. Jack Skellington. Tiny Tim. That's all the questions the old that guy. everybody has about this topic. Oh, does anybody have any other questions about this? Well, the, what the kind Jack of Skellington what? character has its series of questions because he's not a human. So is he the human incarnation of Jack Skellington, or is he... Jack Skellington s- is an entity on his own, and I feel like he, he's not immortal. He could die. He could die, Can you tell and he me could a also be married. about that? What are the motivations of the Home Alone guy? He's, as from what I can tell, he wants to keep the sidewalks clean. Okay, that's knowable. And he wants his daughter. I can go first. He I'm wants ready. to be Did reunited with his daughter. I feel like that's a thing, too. Am I wrong? Do you, uh, I'm do you guys familiar. want to... Daryl, have you seen Home Alone? I have. How many times? Oh, maybe... 235 230 times so am i right the 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 shovel guy wants to be reunited with his daughter that's correct he has a backstory does he get reunited with his daughter at the end they do not cover that in home alone but i like to think that in an unpublished script of a sequel to the sequel to home alone that that might be covered and we we might get a positive family-based christian ending to that story vanessa does that satisfy your curie yeah i think i'm ready i've got a bit of a question regarding the fuck option yeah fuck means like if i say to uh if i am if i'm let's say i'm you know I'm running away from my home and I'm looking back and I'm yelling, fuck you, Santa Claus. Is it the, in regards to that? Or what is, what is, what do you mean when you say fuck? I feel like uh, you might be at a disadvantage in this game because you've never... What is never, fuck? Well, you, you don't know sex, you sexuality we'll at any point. Maybe yeah. we'll skip you for that one or just try to make it up. Do why don't we take can. a, t- why don't we take a three and, and Vanessa can tell me about fuck. <laughs> You you are very interested in going to a break, which I really like. Uh, does anybody else have any questions I'm about... I'm a two, three hundred year old virgin. Well, I do have to pee really bad, so I'm down with taking a break, absolutely. <laughs> Anyone have any questions about this question, and then we'll go to answers. Anybody else? I have if- a question. Vanessa, would you help educate this elf boy? I'm up for anyone. This sound good. Okay, Julio, last question. Go ahead. If I were to marry the Jack Skellington character from the film, would I have to reside in Halloween land, and would there be a market for Christmas tree sales? Well, from what I can understand, I I think your duties as uh, the wife of the mayor... The husband of the mayor. The husband of the mayor, you would have a bit of responsibilities. Most of them would be kind of ceremonial and kind of just for, like, uh, just... Uh, it's it's rich rituals, you know, like you're there to cut the ribbons. Oh but yes, no. I, th- I Hulu, think that if I can chime in, yeah, marriage is meant to be, and I've delivered married many, and I've delivered many a marriage handbook to families every Christmas. Yeah, marriage yeah. is much more than your career, and you've, you're so focused on your Christmas tree lot that your marriage is somehow tied to your career. What about a home-life-work balance? So I've given you all enough time to think about this question. Who would you marry? Who would you fuck? Who would you kill? And the contestants, again, are Tiny Tim from 
A Christmas Story by Charles Dickens. Mm -hmm. The unfortunate young son who, not young enough to marry. He's going to be at least 18. I'm going to say he's, I'm going to call he's 23. He's as small as he ever was. Yep. Uh, Jack Skellington from the movie A Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And the old guy from Home Alone. Uh, Daryl ScarJo, we're going to start with you. Well, I think that I could make a life with a man like the salt shovel man from Home Alone, as he also is seeking family, as I am seeking family. And I certainly would choose to make love to Tiny Tim, as his time on this earth may be short, and any pleasure I could give him might be a relief to the troubles he is experiencing. And necessarily, despite my concerns, I would kill Jack Skellington as he has chosen a way of life opposed to Christmas, despite what the film might have suggested. Mr. Candy Cane, who would you marry? Who would you fuck and who would you kill? First of all, first of all, Julio, I'd like to take issue with Darrell's uh, statement, his claimed statement that he's always been in pursuit of a family when I know for a fact that in the year of our Lord, 2001 Durell personally wished from Santa Claus... Now slow down. What? Now slow down. This might not be appropriate for the radio waves. Julio, may I carry on, on because I... this is... I'm all about the truth here, Julio. the unfiltered truth. Julio, you can put a stop to this. I... I you know, in, in, in the... Uh, in the... Uh, the... Uh, like, sanctity... in the preservation of the sanctity of discourse, I think I'm gonna let you all have at it, so... I just, do not need a whistle blown... All I ask is that you be courteous to, to each other's time on this platform. Duel, respectfully, I'd like to call you out on the fact that you claim to want a family. And I think yet, that also, uh, the more polite you are to each other will also help this out. So, more politeness. Thank you, Julio. You're looking deliciously handsome today. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. You're welcome. Mr. Kane, I beg you to... Put your oval device aside. And if I may, no, amongst no, both no, of you, my, my lords... Um, and, and not, not, not to be too, and if I may, presumptuous, go on. Thank you. Oh, the device is out. Okay, what's going on here? Oh, Lord. If I may, to my listening audience, I wish to be polite to them. How, how, Daryl, how would you yeah. recommend I be more polite to my listening audience? I, I would suggest that Almost if there. you wish to be polite to your listening audience, that you always provide the most true and wholesome content that That's you can. That's what we're trying to do. Vanessa, yes, I, I have, a, I have a, a question for you. Would you rather age from the neck up only for the neck down only? Well, actually, this is this is a really easy question. I would age from the neck up. Interesting. Why? Because people will respect me when I'm talking to them. Just I have wisdom. I look older. And then um, once I catfish them into the bedroom, they'll see that I have a banging body. She's right. I'm just being really generous. It's the first exposure one human has to another. The face. The face? It's the moneymaker, so to speak. They no. call it the moneymaker. Well, I won't the have face. a good face because it will be, you know, 
hundreds of years. Ravaged by time. Yeah. He's confused because he's like like Elfman. Hey. Let's move on to uh, Vanessa DeGraff. <laughs> yes. Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> okay. Tiny so, Tim, like, Jack Skellington, old guy from Home Alone. Yeah. Run it down for us. All right. So, like Daryl, I would fuck Tiny Tim. Yeah, I do. Why? Him. I do him. Um, well, you just want to fuck him and then leave him because a 23 year old, um, well, their stamina is amazing, but they can't keep up because. Their frontal lobe isn't even developed. Would you say they're more of like a sprinter than a long distance runner? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm not going to... I don't want to train a boy into being a man. So, you know, but I'll use his... Or I, we, I will with consent. We will share our bodies. We've already with each established other. like, uh, and on, so um, like, like I said, every like literally every single Grand Absidy episode, there's a question of consent, and it's always implied. Okay. Is Tiny Tim consenting to me killing him in that option? Well. Okay, he's so, not. He's not great. He's not super happy about it. But if it happens, it happens. You're in control. Right. Thank you, Vanessa. Carry on. So for the kill, it would be definitely Jack Skellington. Why? He's lived his life, and I'm putting him out of his misery. Okay, and then oh, we're at the Mary. Well, yeah. Then we have the Home Alone guy because he sounds very caring, and he would do all the chores. All right, um, Ava. Ava Kalishkova. 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 Yes. Mm. I like. I. I'm actually having a great. I think. I think you have a, a really wonder, wonderful voice and a wonderful presence, and I'm so glad you're on the show today. Oh, thank you much. Who would you marry? Fucking kill. Let's uh, see. Tiny Tim. You know Tiny Tim. I. I think I understand now. Small boy with disability. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But yeah. small. Invalid. I think I have. Obviously, to. hold on, hold on. Obviously, small. Do you know Jack Skellington? The skeleton man. The skeleton man. Kind of like slender, he's but a, like Halloween. He's a mayor of a village that it's all Halloween, everything. Okay. But he recently discovered Christmas. Yeah. You know, you know him. Uh. Okay. Can you, can you picture this man? Yes. It's okay. Skeleton Man. Okay. <laughs> and you ever see the movie Home Alone? Yes. Yes. Macaulay yes. Culkin Home Alone. Yes, with the iron, the uh, iron, f- uh, iron to the face. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. The old guy. Okay. The salt, the salt man, the, the shoveling mm. man. Yes. He's the other contestant. Okay. You know him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. With the daughter, he likes the daughter. He wants to be with the daughter. I yeah I okay. I I've yeah. learned that's true. Mm. Who would you marry? Who would you fuck? Who would you kill? I think I have to fuck the tiny Tim because Vanessa fuck him and this yeah, is what we good. do now. We both fuck the same men, yeah, apparently. Yeah, so true. I guess Dominique, we start that. with Thank Dominique you, yeah, and now it's tiny Tim. This yeah. fine, whatever. Let's just keep sharing. It works. So, it's working. Yes, I have no choice in the matter. Okay. And then, uh, let's see, kill probably skeleton men because he's skeletal. So like you're not you don't like that. No, I don't. Why? How, how can I fuck skeleton? There's no good. Yeah, you want a little meat on those thighs. Yes, I he agree. needs to die because he's skeleton. So feels way better. He might old already man. be dead. Yes, I guess we do the same thing. I do the same thing as Vanessa. I have to marry the old guy. I have to fuck the same man because yeah. she make the decision. And see, I like to be in control, but also secretly dominated. I feel dominate from you. Yes, I wow. feel dominate. This is good. Yes, congratulations. And then Dominic, Dominic can knock me off my high horse and then just 
push me up against the wall. I think we talk about Tiny Tim now, not Dominique. So Candy Cane, Mary Fuck Kill. You know, you know about Tiny Tim. All right. Yes, I've had enough time to ponder the question. Tiny, I would uh, here lay it on me. I would instantly kill Tiny Tim. Uh, he's an wow. invalid. Um, he's obviously living in pain and misery, and he's such an other from society. I would just end him. There's no hope for him. End him. I would fuck. Hold on a second. Um, is it a burden on the state kind of thing that you're kind of getting at? Or that's, I, that's my understanding of the story. I would fuck. <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> I would sure. fuck Vanessa because <laughs> Vanessa actually, if I can break the rules here, Vanessa yes. left me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not aware of any rules. I, there's no. <laughs> Bob, I am stand. open. Well, I am not proceed. Uh, Everyone, I don't believe I like this. Any rules here. I've come back from the break to realize <laughs> that Vanessa has left a post-it note upon my microphone here. And what it color said, is that post-it note? Oh, it's like orange. It's like a, a vibrant orange, you know. It was the one on the desk. And it's, it, it seems to be the one, the only ones available here. Now, yes, I, if, now I, would, I would marry. I would absolutely marry the salt shoveler, the laborer, the gentle, humble laborer of the street. It's across the Because point. I relate... And I think we would find a lovely connection. Do you think that maybe he represents all of us as the, the salt shoveler guy in Home Alone? I can't speak for any of you. I can speak for Vanessa because all Vanessa seems to have to say to me is something about fucking after the show. Do you want to uh, hear what I have to think inc- about at this? any of this? Julio, who would you marry? Who would you kill? And who I, would I you wrote it fuck? down. I would fuck Jack Skellington. Why? Any, I feel Why? like anything goes with him. I kind of feel like he's just like up for whatever. Well, he'd be super flexible, so I guess he, that's I, true. I know he is. He has no muscles. Right, exactly. He's always keen Instant to expand yoga. his horizons. It sounds like certainly. chafe. Well, with the I bones. feel like like chafing. I feel like what I know about Jack Stellington, he got lost, and right away, immediately, he was like, "I'm open to whatever." He sees so the cop. He I kind of feel like the DM. I kind of feel like cop out of in the DM. So. When I when I think about this question, I wonder who would have the most fun fucking me, me. and I feel like it'd be Jack Skellington. No, I think it's yes, it's Vanessa. Yeah, I think it's me too. Probably. Yeah, well, I'm up I'll, for anything though. I'll chime in I, on I keep my Vanessa's options sake, too, very yeah. open. I, I well, I I want to I want to be loyal to the rules. I didn't know that Vanessa was an option. Like Vanessa okay, is if Vanessa is an option, I would fuck the shit out of out of Vanessa. Thank like, you. To where she would almost... Wait work. a minute. Julio, you didn't even receive a post-it upon your microphone. <laughs> no, she's dropping signals in any idiot. Yeah, that any idiot would have a hard clear. time. It's pretty clear. Yeah. Any idiot would have a hard time. She's even solicited me. Message yeah. received loud and clear. Good. I can tell. I can tell because her chair is wet. So... <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop looking at that. Oh, no. So, I would fuck Jack Skellington. I would kill Tiny Tim. Thank you, yes. To put him out of this his budget. misery. Misery, yeah. Exa- yes. Budget, yeah. He's out of budget. You call that a life, walking around in one single and crutch. Honestly, I'd marry the old guy. Did we all marry the old guy? We did. Yeah. So now we like happy okay. family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the best. 
So like yeah. now we all do shots. We do becherovka. What did you bring for us to I drink tonight? A Czech drink. It's called becherovka. It's like cinnamon. Mm, okay. Cin- yeah. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alcohol in my life. Oh yeah. There we go. In in Praha we say nazdravi for. Cheers. Oh yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yes, cheers. Yes. Nazdravi. Salud. Does that mean um, anything to you? In another language, yes. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a short break and come back and uh, conclude episode 12 of Grand Rhapsody. Thanks for listening with us. Do you like delivering pizza, but just not to minorities and lower socioeconomic people? I'm not prepared to agree to that statement. Apply now for Delivery Boy at GRPD, Grand Rapids Pizza Depot. We don't deliver south of wealthy. Do you want to go shopping in Grand Rapids but feel like you're still in Soviet bloc? Go to Kingmas. They have no decorations, just food in boxes. Kingmas. Grand Rapids, but feel like Russia. Everybody, we're just having a really great time here on Grand Rhapsody episode 12, the Christmas episode. Uh, Kane, my friend over yes. here to my right. Um, yes, that's me. Anything else you want to tell my listening audience before we uh, hit the road and call the holiday a, 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 a thing and even bring in the new year it's going to be 2019 indeed yes if i could just end it on this one note i urge you to go to amazon.com or to any bookstore and purchase my novel it's an expose on the true goings-on of the north pole it's called santa claus Yep, I'm emptying the sack of secrets. That's the subtitle. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds yes, real good. and you can come meet me at Schuler Books, and I'll do a signing. I'll sign my name in it, and I'm going to be doing. Would you a sign my bra? Talking. I, I mean, I've still got this post-it note, don't I? Yeah. Ava, anything you want to tell uh, my audience before we uh, hit the road, hit the hit the wintry road, in a jingle bell sleigh? I don't know about this sleigh because I don't believe in the Christmas Santa Claus sleigh lifestyle. But I want to thank you for having me. Oh, thank thank you for coming yes, on. It's, it's been a pleasure. I'm, it, it's been really really interesting to hear about uh, uh, some of your traditions. Yes, Czech Czech Republic is very very important for Christmas. So I I thank you. I hope that the listeners will maybe consider having a carp in the bathtub because it's it's a wonderful tradition and i am a bit biased but i think is fun for the whole family and do you have any uh, last words of advice for somebody who has a carp in their bathtub this christmas don't give in to the temptation to take shower it's important to you know like enjoy the process and wait and then also start with the head when you cut off the fish and when when it's time to do the murder start with the head that's Solid advice from a uh, seasoned veteran. Uh, Vanessa DeGraff, yeah. uh-huh. originator of the White Elephant Gift. Anything else you yeah. want to tell my listeners yes. before we take off? This was a successful podcast today. It looks like I'm in a threesome and open to more, Kane. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, Kane, response. A threesome, you say. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't catch what she said, but yeah. I, I look I, forward to being illuminated and learning more about yeah, we'll bring you in. life. what life's like outside. I think... 
Daryl Scarjoa, you're, you're you're kind of our last guest. Uh, you were our last guest tonight, Daryl Scarjoa, our last guest tonight. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna just end this evening. Why don't you just go have uh, just tell us anything you want to tell us? Well, I have three things I would like to encourage your listening and, audience, and I want to I want to encourage you to take your time. I feel like. Uh, um, one of the limitations of this podcast is how bad I am at running a podcast. And oh, so no. I, and I apologize to my listeners. I feel like we're about 15 hours deep into this podcast, and I can't keep it on track. And I apologize. You were just sitting backstage, which, as we know, as we've established, is a very small space backstage. You can't hear anything. You can't yes. see anything. And I apologize for that. Julius, so, we love you. Oh, thank you. I, I'm, I'm having a great time. Um, I... Since my listeners' audience, as everyone knows, uh, I'm not wearing a shirt anymore because no, uh, no, I'm not. I'm it's just not. It's just getting better and better. Yeah, it's very warm in here. Um, I kind of feel like Bahamanian. So, Daryl Scarjo, why don't you tell us what you got to say? Certainly, uh, the three things I would like your listening audience to be aware of is the value of a fresh Michigan Christmas tree. The value of alertness surrounding the presence of Slenderman, and the value of a loving, available husband, and if you are interested in the first or the second or the third, that you come to the intersection of of Leonard and Alpine and ask for Daryl, as I can expound upon the value of those three is there a a, a good time to, to see you down there at alpine, on alpine? well we're open from 6 a.m to 10 p.m but i will be present 24 hours a day unless i'm on my weekly shower break you just you're just there i am there oh you mentioned you lived in the trailer on, on the lot that's that's correct just knock on the door don't be afraid I might come later. I don't know. It depends on this Dominic three something. Yeah, I'm up for coming. When that falls apart, one, but not both of you ladies, should knock on my trailer door. I'm also probably available. Yeah, I'm bringing you our Darrell. All right. All right. It oh, is so a small trailer. trailer. Kind of twice, this so. may have gotten out of hand already. Well, we did all do shots, so... If we I'm a family. failure of my strong. own success. We decide we already family. So. Well, we've all had a great time here uh, at Grand Rhapsody. Uh, this is your host, as always, Julio Gomez. Uh, here, recording live from Fancy Recording Studio. Uh, I want to thank all my guests for being here tonight. And uh, thank you for listening if you are still listening right now which is a feat unto itself thank you Julius Merry Christmas everybody Merry Christmas Feliz Navidad and Merry Christmas to everybody prosperous Christmas to you Hugo yes this has been a Grand Rhapsody production executive produced by Julio Gomez at Fancy Recording Studio